0: Hello and welcome to the C21 podcast. My name's Jonathan Webdale. It's day three of MIPCOM 2018 or day five if you've been here in Cannes over the weekend for Mip Junior as well. The stories are mounting up on the C21 website and we're on target to publish more than 150 from this year's market so be sure to delve into those to find out all about the latest industry developments. If you heard yesterday's episode, you'll know the first few days of MIP are often about the on-screen talent flown in to help promote the new shows, but of course all constituents of the international TV value chain are here and very much a part of what's going on. In this episode, we're going to focus on one executive at the top of that value chain within the Canadian landscape. Catherine Tate was named President and CEO of National Public Broadcaster CBC Radio Canada in April, the first woman to hold the role. I sat down with her in Cannes and asked her about her first six months in charge, the way public broadcasters are adapting to the age of SVOD, how the industry's changed over the past couple of decades, and where she sees the greatest challenges ahead.
1: So I'm Catherine Tate. I'm the new President and CEO of CBC Radio Canada. Uh, which is the public broadcaster of Canada and uh, I'm the first woman to uh, be in this role but probably more importantly the first producer to have ever held the position. Having been a producer for the last 30 years uh, both television and digital and feature film, coming into a large organization with over 7,000 employees in English and in French, uh, with offices across the country, uh, with regional news and digital production, Snapchat production, radio production, it's an enormous job and uh, for me the first weeks were really dedicated to getting to know how a public broadcaster really works and really exciting for me was learning about news because as a creative producer in the scripted, mostly comedy world, learning about news production, which is really the heart and soul of a public broadcaster, has been really very, very exciting. The CBC Radio-Canada, as you may know, like a lot of public broadcasters, have been, has been under a lot of financial pressures uh, the last decade. And we've had some relief from uh, in terms of our funding. So we're in a great position now to start looking at new initiatives. So for example, uh, we announced uh, at Content Canada um, some months ago the um, uh, move back into kids programming. We really feel that we want to be taking Canadians right through their lives uh, rather than um, leaving them at the preschool stage. So that's been one initiative. And very importantly, expanding our streaming platform. We rebranded it GEM on the English side and on the French side it's called Two And those two platforms are not really just about our content, they are uh, the... Uh, hopefully the aggregator of the best of Canadian content as well as content from other public broadcasters from around the world like the BBC or ABC, uh, wherever it is that we can find partners that are like-minded in terms of public mandate. I think I'll I'll borrow the the log line from your head of Ofcom uh, to say that we need to collaborate to compete. Uh, There's no doubt that the OTT environment is extraordinarily challenging for broadcasters which may be operating in a domestic market only and with the funds available to them in that domestic market. So we really need to be working with, whether it's the UK or France or Germany, all of those partners in order to be able to uh, do the kind of programming that we care about, not just the programming that maybe Netflix and Amazon and others care about. The the model for GEM is a little bit like uh, BritBox, let's say, in the sense that uh, we're telling Canadians You've subscribed to Netflix, and they have in great numbers in our country. Netflix launched in Canada before any other territory. So they have achieved very high penetration. So what we're saying to Canadians is this isn't an alternative to to Netflix, but this is a must-have, and hopefully they'll stack. Uh, Gem and to Point TV next to their Netflix subscription. So we've priced it accordingly. It's $4.99 a month. So it's, it's, it isn't beyond cost prohibitive. But we've also offered a ad, ad supported version. So you can go to Gem and have it for free with adver- advertising and or you can subscribe to it without the advertising. So we're really trying to work with with audiences. And as you know, Canada has a mixed hybrid financing model for the public broadcaster. We do have advertising on our television network. So we're moving away. That's a way that we can start offering that ad-free environment. But similarly, we also are putting up news and sports and and content that you won't see on a Netflix. So if you're a Canadian and you want to be informed entertained uh, and enriched, you're gonna get the whole CBC experience as opposed to just a fingernail selection of, of shows. So that's a, kind of a, that's a very different approach and hopefully it will give us the distinguishing uh, competitive advantage. I think that broadcasters have understood that if they don't reflect their audiences, then they cannot possibly build audience. And one of the issues has been for years we didn't have female led series and yet fifty percent of the audience and oftentimes more than fifty percent of the audience is female so what we've what we're finding certainly yes of course you're going to see uh, more female led shows but you're also going to see more shows created by women written by women uh... and that's where we're where we've as a public broadcaster, can make uh, a really significant difference. So, we're working with a wonderful showrunner like Tassie Cameron or writers like uh, uh, Susan Coyne or Sherry White. These are all extremely experienced women who have not necessarily had the same runway that their male uh, counterparts have had. That's not to say you're not going to see men on the network, but really for us, we want to reflect our audience. Canada is highly uh, multicultural, so it's not just about women, it's about minorities, it's about uh, indigenous peoples. I mean you're really going to find a whole, hopefully a whole range of points of view. A great example uh, would be uh, Kim's Convenience, which is an all-Korean cast, terrifically successful comedy show. It's uh, blowing it out of the water on Netflix right now. who, who would have ever thought that there could be an all-Korean uh, cast uh, comedy show that would reach a global audience? And it's doing that now. So I think it's an extremely exciting time, not just for women, but for the voices we haven't heard. And consumers, viewers want those authentic alternative voices. That's what I, I really, truly believe that. Listen, I've been in the industry for longer than C21 has been in business and I would say that technological change and disruption has been central to the media business for more than two decades for four decades. We lived through home video, we lived through the you know, burgeoning of cable television and the I think the key difference with since uh, the arrival of Netflix and the and the internet, let's say. Is the, is the speed with which change is occurring. So since 1997, the issues are the same. How do you finance shows internationally? How do you, um, uh, as a producer, how do you get your show made? Those are fundamental uh, building blocks of our industry, but what has changed is the speed at which things are happening. We talk about a globalization of television. Uh, we talk about the golden age of television. So all of that feels like new, a new conversation but it's really the same conversation we've been having from certainly as long as I've been in the industry and I think the difference for Canadian uh, producers and broadcasters is we have a long tradition of collaboration international uh, co-production so for us really I think this is our moment. Uh, I hope it is anyway and to your 21 years I would say uh, let's just hope the next 21 aren't quite as high speed as the last 21. I I think the greatest challenge for the next 21 months is the story of news and um, really in terms of I think uh, PwC in their global report said that the key distinguishing feature of media companies in the future will be trust. As a quality, as a brand, uh, I think that public broadcasters have an enormous role to play in the building of trust. And we are the custodians of trust in many in, for many countries. And in the next 21 months, we need to work on ensuring that our viewers, our consumers, our citizens feel safe and feel that the news that they're getting is trustworthy and credible. And that, the information disorder that we're all experiencing right now, has put that under threat. And I think that's really, that's certainly our focus. Uh, takes it a little bit away from the program market, but really news and trust, trustworthy news, credible news, I think are those are really the top priorities.
0: Catherine Tate from CBC Radio Canada. An extended version of that interview in which Catherine talks more about her present programming goals will be running on C21 TV in the coming weeks. So do look out for that. But for now, that's all we have time for. Remember, you can stay up to date with all the latest industry developments by following C21 online, on Twitter and on mobile. And if you're still in Cannes, it's the closing night party at Club C21 tonight. Do come along and say hello, maybe even have a glass of rosé. There will be more from us tomorrow, but until then, thanks for listening and bon soirée.